welcome into Winging It, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm your host, Annie Finberg, and as always, joined by my lovely co-host, Vince Carter. Have you seen the house? And today, we are so excited. Not only do we have Trina with us, but she is our first female guest, and I couldn't think of a better way to start it off. Absolutely. You know, I've been asking for female guests since this summer, yeah. and uh, we were blessed Thank wow, you. thank you. Thanks thank for you. having me. Thank, thank you. you. We were like, thank we had you. a list. Uh-huh. We were like, it was literally like Michelle Obama, Oprah, Trina. <laughs> <laughs> Who else we have on there? Uh, I think that was like. Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato, because I love Demi Lovato. Yeah. So we are obviously in Miami, which yes. is why we have Trina on. Although you were in Atlanta recently. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. How often do you go between the two? Um, I go back and forth a lot. Um, It depends on if I'm working there or I'm just traveling, you know. Um, so I'm there pretty much. You're everywhere, though. I I'm feel everywhere. Like, you know, and we talked about this beforehand. You know, you've been around for a while. Yeah. And that's uh, a testament to you. I'm, you know, I've been around. So yes. I've, I'm very appreciative of people who, especially not just 10 years, but I'm talking about 20 plus yeah. years. Well, how many is it for you? 20 what? 19. 20 be next year. 20. Yeah, this you're coming August, up 20. Well, next year, August. So something yeah. something I noticed, and I might be a little bit off on the years, but you guys really both gained your notoriety in 1998, which is crazy. Yeah. You guys really have like yeah, the, same, the same career. Like y'all yeah. are both two decades in, almost two decades yeah. in. He's a little past old head yeah. over here. But yeah, you guys have had like the same career, yeah. which is, yeah. I think, pretty That's cool. Awesome. It's amazing. You know, and I, we're going to get into that, but it's just... How you're able to still, you know, I, I talk I, I talk about the relevancy of it because there's a lot of people who's been around and still performing mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, out you can overseas, perform. everywhere, mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. perform your old stuff from that from, time. Mm-hmm. But you're putting out new music still. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like this, you know, and it's no shots at whatever, like that isn't what it's about. It's just the reality. It's what it is. Like yeah. you're still putting out music and touring off of. New music. New music. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's that's crazy. That's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. It's just one of those things like sometimes when I think about it, I'll be like, hey, dang, I just put out a whole new record and a whole new project. And it's almost like starting over from the beginning, but it's new. And when I perform, it's new music. I have like three, four projects that's new since I came out from my last album, since the fifth album. So that's a lot of music to perform that's in the new, that's what like the new generation and and the new wave of music. So when I go and perform and I see how fast they catch on, it's like, wow, you know? So that's one of the things that kind of keeps me motivated just because of that reason. Because they're like diehard fans. And no matter what you put out, a new record, a feature, whatever, they're going to go grab it and gravitate to it. And then they, it's like, you're new all a part of the culture all over again, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I get a lot of love from all the new girls because they all feel like they're a part of me. Like I learned this from Trina, I came up, and it was Trina, Trina, Trina. So when I hear them speak and everything they say, they kind of always mention me in it. So it's like one of those things that you know it kind of keeps you like motivated. And I'm sure you know Vince is a very genuine guy, but he really means that because we were talking about it earlier. He was like, no, 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 you don't understand. Like some people do old music. No, she's always making new music. Yeah. She always has yeah. new music. Yeah. Like, he's really so impressed by that, yeah. which, which yeah, I think is that's, cool. Yeah, that's pretty, it's pretty dope. And I, how, how is it for you? Maybe not now, but when you first started seeing these younger artists looking up to you, throwing mm-hmm. your name around, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it was, it's a good feeling for me. Um, that's a good thing. Like, cause when I hear, you know, just the new artists and all of them have some type of um story 
about me that motivated them, that inspired them, or, you know, back before they started, when they wasn't even able to make music, they was listening to just my music and it was getting in trouble and it was that kind of stuff. So when I hear these stories and you still hear him right now today, it it's just like Jesus, like it's so it's a it's such a relevancy, you know what I mean? But it makes me feel amazing, mm-hmm. you know. And then a lot of them and all the new artists, and it's like, oh, we need you to do a record, we want you to do a feature. So that comes to bring me back full circle, right into where they at to do records and features with them all over again because they're there to now, they're like Generation Z, you know. So it's just a good thing, you know. It's a real good thing to me. I just love. It. I like to listen to their stories and like to see how it is. And it made me think about when I started and. I'm like, dang, I remember when I first started, I was doing this, so I was doing it. And some of the things is kind of like simultaneously the same thing. Yes. You know, it's just different. It's a different ball game now. But when I think about it, I'm just loud laugh and be like, man, I remember that phase. Or I remember this. Or I remember that. So, yeah. That's who, who was that artist real quick who, that you looked up to when you first got in? Um, when I first started, um, male or female? I mean, I, I mean, if there's a lot, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, sure. I'm gonna just really go. I'm gonna start with Missy. I'm gonna just say Missy because um, Missy was one of the artists I work with a, a lot of artists, but Missy and Ludacris too. Mm-hmm. But Missy, she was one that came in Miami. She was in the studio a lot, mm-hmm. and I wasn't used to being in the studio as much because I rec- I remember like when I first started, I did one record with Trick, and then I went directly in the studio to record my album. I didn't have no time, so when I got off the oh, tour, then I did a tour with Trick, and I came off. So now I had time to like get in the studio, and she was always there, but she would always just like push me to just like do like I was working on my album but I was kind of finished and she would just push me to keep recording and recording more records she was like somebody's gonna call for a feature there's there's movies there's this she would always push me to do different stuff and I would learn I learned so much from that like I got to take all of that stuff with me to work on the second album and the third album and Missy is not as active as I am she don't like to like travel a lot and mm-hmm. work a lot she's more homebody mm-hmm. so just to learn that from her and like she's genius you know she was in the studio at this time right for Beyonce right for Mariah Carey right for Janet Jackson all these people so you're in the studio with her and you're like watching and you're learning so it kind of like it, it just put me in the mind to like be able to do so much that's dope it's so similar to Vince again like he is that person of the basketball world that you know people mm-hmm. are coming out onto the court now man I've been watching you since I was born yeah. and, you know like, I hear that all the time <laughs> yeah like mm-hmm. and you're, I'm sure you're like oh that makes me feel old but you know a lot of these kids first second third year guys were like you were the guy that I watched growing up or before they were even born just the guy that they knew of and mm-hmm. so I feel like y'all are so similar in that way of mm-hmm. like there's people like who we just had Jimmy Butler who's been in the league for nine years that looks up to you but also the new kid who's been there for a year that still looks yeah. yeah and great. everyone else in between. Oh, when so. God, when people say your name in their raps and stuff, it's just like throw it in there because that's a part of our culture right. and they love that. And right. like you use that in the strategy form of like, this was dope. This is culture. Like this is, we're never going to forget these moments. Right, you know, right, we're right. going to always have that for like history. So yeah, beautiful feeling. And let me ask you, so is there a difference doing a project or creating a project now as opposed to when it was your first or maybe second album, like now, is it all the same? Like, or is it sometimes like, oh, it's minutes. different all the way, honestly. You know why? Because I, I mean, of course, now you have all the creative control you want to do. It was different then when the labels kind of controlled. It's like, you sign your name, we tell you what to do. Right, you right, just right. go in the studio and make music. Especially and, you like in the beginning. Yeah, in yeah, the beginning. Yeah, yeah. So now you get to say, I'm going to do what I want to do. I could do it because you, because we have the internet world. The social media right. world has made it so, it's so gigantic to where the stuff the labels will have to do to prep you and get an album mode, you don't need you that. To, you right. can do that on your own. Right, you right. could go in the studio literally and just 
go live on your live and just like I'm in the studio making a new record and that's going to go viral and then everybody goes crazy opposed to a label creating a strategy and trying to find a marketing tool to make it work. So it's so different. And then now just radio is different. Music is different. Putting it out is different. The time you could put as many records as you want and because people, the mixtape world came out. So that made it a little bit more different because even Ross really kind of like made that a big thing with that whole mixtape and then just putting original music mm-hmm. out. And when you put out original music, that's like an album. So it's like, now it's an EP. So you right. can put out an EP, four to five, six records, or you can come out with an album, 14 to 16, 18, 19, 20 records. And it's just, it's it's you. Like, whatever kind of creative process you want to get, wanna you know, you're in. in. And whatever type of deal that you're in now, because the deals are even different just because the highs and the lows of the industry. And because it's not, people are, I mean, you can't, buy albums it's like streaming mm-hmm. and streaming is more different than it was when you just was like somebody was going to go purchase your album right. in the store get the CD right. actually in their hand right, right. now you got you got to rely off streams and you know so it's a little different it's a lot different but it's kind of beneficial both ways that's what I was going to ask you it's, is it easy like a lot different as it's like easier to get it out there I mean I feel like um, now it's easier it's for easier you. for new artists more you already artists that have if you're already a brand, anything you put out there, people are gonna, gonna like yeah. they're gonna receive it. Right. But when you're new, opposed to having to shop a demo or having That's to go true. knock on the record labels and get somebody else or see a Those manager <laughs> to play your record. You could just get on YouTube and get online and start creating a buzz and people are gonna find you. Mm-hmm. Somebody's gonna watch it, somebody's mm-hmm. gonna share it, somebody's gonna post it, somebody's gonna say, Hey, you check out this kid. Cause right. when I do, like I had did this thing a couple months ago, maybe like three months ago, it was um MTV, but it was Genius. And Genius is when they like, they'll play like maybe four records of like new artists that mm-hmm. you probably haven't yep. heard of. Yep. Brand new. Like it was one from Memphis, one from like North Carolina, one from different places. And these are like the hardest artists in the city of that city. So then you get to, you get to look at these people. So I never heard of their music or saw them before, but when I heard it in there, I get to pick, you know, what I feel is more structured. Like who has the most you know, who are put, who's put together the most? Like, who's ready for videos? Who's ready for this? And when you see it, believe it or not, you'll be like, okay, I picked, like, this one guy record. And it was another girl under there, but she had did, like, some weird stuff to get, like, her following up. But they'll have, like, 8 million views, like, on a, something they post viral. And the record labels can't even do that for you. Yeah. Right. Like, that's hard unless you're already a mainstream artist or they got a big plan to, you know, go behind you. So you definitely could get, like, more exposure when you are just putting it out. It's it's all internet-based, all virally, all... You could do whatever you want to do. Everybody's going to find out. It's click, links, hashtag, share. Done. The world can see it. It's no excuse now, you know? Mm. You just got to use the social media platform for what it's for. Do you have your own label? Yeah. I started a label, Rockstar Music Group. I have like four artists. How is that now? How balancing the two? Okay, it's it's different. It's good. Okay, because here over here being an artist, and then over here being a CEO and an artist, it's a total. Because the artists yeah. lean on me a lot. I kind of try to distance it because the artists lean on me for artistry, and then I still have to put the structure as far as the business because now you're an artist, and I'm gonna, I'm I can I have to structure you to understand. I'm not. I can't make you. A superstar. I can't turn you into me. I can only give you the platform. It's up to you to put the work in and you got to still do your thing and you got to build your brand and you got to still post and you got to still, because I don't get on the Instagram for two weeks, you can't do that. You right. still have to get on right. and do your thing. And, you know, so it's kind of like a balancing thing. And then being an artist, they see all the good part. But then this good part is 
well-deserved because I put in the work. Right. You're new. You got to put in the work. It's going to be the crummy nights, the long nights, the early morning radio, the late night studios, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it's kind of like a family thing. So when you have people that are like, they look up to you and then now they're up under you, you got, it's, you know, you kind of juggle the space and you got to baby them, but you got to make them work and you got to mm. make them, you know, understand that this is a business still. It's not, you know, just because you admire me and I'm here for you and I put you in this position. I need you that to give it. That is called automatically pop on it. Yeah, you yeah. got to, because I can't say hit the radio and they're going to go, oh, this is the number one smash. We don't know that. Right. We have to see how you put the work in and what you give and the world got to uh, the world gotta give you that, you know? Right. So, yeah. But it's a beautiful thing, you know. I'm working really hard with the artists. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm right now in a couple of talks to get label deals, majors co-signing for like two of the artists because they love them. It's a singer and it's another artist and they just love the music. They have, Projects are already done, so all we have to do is get them signed, and all I could do is sit back and let them fly. That's great. That's yeah, that's awesome. That's <laughs> and, a cool and, position to be in. And your new album is under yeah. your new label, so yes. also like you have control yeah. of, of it all now. Yeah, I have control of it. It was a long process, now. a lot. Yeah, because I've been doing this for I've been working on this particular album six years. Six years is a long time. But it was broken up. Like I'll start two years, kind of switch teams, went through another management, then I went to other producers, and it kind of. It, it's a lot. It goes in the shuffle and it was a lot of highs and lows, but I finally got it to be done, finally got to finish it. And and I was, it, I couldn't be happier. You know, it all came out, it worked out for the best. And just to see it, not only coming from just myself, the hard work, putting it, going into the meetings, taking the meetings, actually having the, the you know, the label to come behind me to back it and to, to just, you know, to believe in it and to see how hard it worked and have so many features and people to actually get on the project. It was a lot in the making. You know, I have Nicki Minaj on the album, Lil Wayne's on the album. I have Two Chains on the album, Plies, Lil Boosie, um, Miss Kelly Price. I have K. Michelle. I have uh, Rico Love. So it was a whole full, complete project. And, you know, DJ Khaled's on the intro. And it was full circus. So, you know, I just, I, I, I really invested and put it. It's like one thing about it, you are the brand. You have to invest into yourself to, in order to see things you know, how you want them to be when you get into this phase and you want to be the CEO and you have a label and you're an artist. So it all works out for the best. Right. And, you know, and you have people under you that, you know, this is the winning team. You know, you got to believe in the artist and that's what I always want them to see. So once they see how hard I work, they know there's no slack. You have to like go hard because nobody could do it but you. Right. Are you able to pick a favorite song from that album? I'm sure you worked hard on each of them individually. <laughs> it's a lot of favorites, honestly. But for me... This is not, this wouldn't be like, you know, the typical Trina turn up club record everybody would love and want. Well, they love, but it would just be a different record. It was a record to my mom. So it was more of a melodic record. It had more meaning. It was sentimental. It was just a different side, like a vulnerable side of me. And um, and it was just a whole creative process. I was in the studio one night and I was just recording and... Um, one of my friends had came through and he was like, I'm going to come by the studio and bring somebody with me. And I was like, okay. And when I looked up, it was Kelly Price. That's how she got on the record. And I'm just looking like, is this the real Miss Kelly Price? <laughs> I'll keep looking at the window like, is that? And I was so shocked. And then she was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm just working on my album. And she was like, well, play the records. Let me hear. And I started playing stuff. And that was the first record I played. And she just got up. She was sitting down and she got up and just went in the booth and started recording. And I'm just sitting here like in fandomonium, really, because it's Kelly Price. And I'm already a fan, but I can't believe it's really her. But I'm just looking. And then she just went in and started singing. And it came out when she started singing. I was just like bawling and like it was phenomenal. And that was like 
a, a real genuine humbling moment to just organically happen in my recording studio session. And I was not prepared for that. Had no idea she was in town. Had never met her before. And went to see her concert before, but I didn't meet her. And just to have her there, she just came and did the record. It was like unbelievable. And it was like, yeah. This so is through favorite. all these years, both of you guys been around, never. Yeah. And I, it was almost a fast thing. Like I always say, I, went, I, I, I took my friends one year. We went to a concert. It was right here in Miami. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what happened, but the concert was so good. and It was big. After it was over, it was just a lot. Everybody's trying to get out. Pandemon Valet, the cars. Everybody's ready to yeah, go right, to the right. after party. So we didn't meet her. Gotcha. And then she comes in and bless you like that. That's, and that's then crazy. she came to the studio out of nowhere, just like dressed down on a regular night, just in Miami, doing some other stuff and just, I'm, I'm going to come through with my friend and, and this will happen. <laughs> so that was a beautiful, amazing moment for me. Was it hard at all? Did, feeling starstruck a little bit? Was it hard to make yeah, music with her? Yeah, because I was sitting up there thinking like, I kept saying, is this the real one? This you know, this is not Catfish, right? And it was laughing. And I was like, this can't be Catfish. And then it was like, no, this is really her. So I was still in like starstruck moment because this is Kelly Price and I am still a fan. So therefore, yeah, she's a big, huge singer and, you know, she's a legend, you know? And to have her just walk in the studio, I have no knowledge of it at all. And I look up and she's in there about to get on my album. Stuff like that just doesn't happen like all the time. So that was that was a moment, a big moment. The Google Assistant is ready to help you get more done with just your voice in the car, at home and everywhere you take your phone. Hey, Google, how many points per game does Vince Carter average? Here's what I've got for Vince Carter, a career average of 17.1 points per game. A little help hands free. Just say, hey, Google, to get started. Have you ever had a record that you didn't feel good about or just okay about that ever just that that took off? Like of you just course. You it, like <laughs> you like I mean everybody's like man this is it yes. but you like this um, is not it. And then- I have- <laughs> yes, that was on. Um, look back at it and this record right now today in my show. Like if I don't play the record when I perform. They're mad. This is one of the records I didn't want on my album. I liked the record, but I had, I think it was me. I was just being a little biased. I had kind of grown a little bit from that phase. And I was like, okay, listen, I don't want to do this record. I know I I did it just to please the label. I only did it to reference it so you guys know. Because they was like, okay, you know, you've grown way too much. And now, you know, travel the world. You want to do all these records that's so sentimental. We still Mm -hmm. have to keep the records that the fans love. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I had one of the records with Monica. I remember this time. And the label was like, we'll make a deal. We'll do the Monica record if you do this kind of record. And I was like, okay, let me think. And I started creating. I was like, okay, I'm going to make it fun and a little dancey and bouncy. Then the producer sent me the beat and... The, the CEO of the label, he loved the beat. And he instantly was like, this is the record you got to do. And I was like, it's so <laughs> booty music. It's so Miami. It's so bass. It's so dense. He was like, this is the record you have to do. it." And so I was so mad. But I, re- I recorded the record. I think I recorded like two weeks later. And then um, we was playing my album. And then this was the, the last record. I tried to hide it from the label. And he was like, yeah, where's that record? And I played the record. And then everybody went crazy. And I was just like, here we go again. So I added the record to the album. But realistically, even before I did new music, even playing old music, this is like one of the number one records from an old record. And I just, it's, it, it does not die down. It does not stop going crazy. Whenever it comes on, girls like lose it. And it's, um, it's, it's the weirdest thing every time I perform. I cannot not play this record. 
And I didn't want this record on my album at all. I fought yeah. for it to not be on there. And it's <laughs> one of the biggest records that people love. And I'm like, wow. But that's always it. That's why when I record, honestly, I record a lot of records, but this is my sixth album. Mm. So once you're past three albums in, you have to kind of open up a little bit because then you start becoming you. You you start wanting everything to be what you want. And then right. you'll kind of, you don't really want to hear nobody's opinion. You don't really care what nobody else thinks. You kind of get sheltered into your own thing. Mm-hmm. And I was that. I was kind of, I wanted to make all these just slow, melodic kind of records. And the label was like, oh no. About to put out an R&B album? Right, this right, is not right, going right, to happen. Right, right. And that was because I was in my own way of just feeling like that. Uh, just imagine now, what you what do you think would happen now that you're under your own label? Like oh, in a situation like that, you make a record that you don't like, you're not gonna put it on. Well, I'm I'm I deal I'm dealing with that kind of now because realistically, this is what happened. I had I did um I was doing a project with Trick. It was me and Trick's project, the TNT project. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't finish the project because of this issue that we're talking about. And this issue is um I put out records currently within the last five years, Trick, you haven't. So therefore, it's a big debate about what I like, what he likes, what's, you know, in the now, what's not. And we had, we only had one, this was our agreement. You do four records, I do four, we do four together. And that's make an album of 12. And we put out two of the records and they was kind of cool. They were melodic records, but this is what the label wanted. They wanted these kind of bouncy, different kind of records and that was fine. But the Trick and Trina fans, that was cool, but they want, they want want that. And that's kind of like, and I get it and that's fine. Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem with it, but I just want, I just want a Trick to be a little bit more open to understand that we can do that, but it can still be a refreshed version of that. It don't have to be the same, same exact time. version. And, oh boy, it went. We was going at it because of that. Right. He had disagreed. I don't want to hear what he got to say. He went. So we have not done a project because of that. So now we have reconciled to figure it out. Good. But we just need to, I think, we have to get in the studio and like record and then come back and listen and then and get a vibe of- open ear and then no being biased and just understand it. And then, okay, we can kind of pick what we like and don't like. And we have to both both be honest to say, well, this can be better or this. like we Because otherwise, it's, it's, it's like a cat fight. Yeah. You know, it's not it, it's not working. You know what I mean? And that's a hard thing when, when people expect this. And when we say, oh, we're not doing the album, the fans are disappointed. So, you know, we're just working on that. Did you know that Vince also makes music? First of all, wait. <laughs> do you? Don't don't downgrade yourself for fun. He, okay. He, okay. For yeah, fun. he's not like uh, out there, but you. It's it's a hobby of yours. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So he so you like he writes songs. Do you? He makes beats. No, I'm, his do. Prom- I'm his promoter. <laughs> I don't. Don't you? No, but no. do you write songs really? Yeah, for fun. Really? Okay, so I want to hear something. I want to people hear. Sorry. Yeah. See, I can always take this I had to. This like. Yeah, Amazing. because this is good. This no, no, is sports. And he's about to retire. Yeah. Trina, mm-hmm. Vince Carter. <laughs> I'm going to have a the album. album. <laughs> yeah, give me a couple of weeks to write something. Man. No, but uh, no, you know, seriously. It, you know, so I, I, I grew up around the music mm-hmm. in the band. Mm-hmm. In the band, played seven instruments. So I've okay. always been around music, have a love for it. Um, so have a studio mm-hmm. in, in Florida just... In, 
Okay. You know, when you're around it. And you're just around it. You're just, just going in like, right. I mean, is it, th- is, 13, is it feel therapeutic? It's been like, well, I've had it for 14 years. So Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's just, you know, and I have some some friends who are producers. Uh-huh. And uh, one of my boys was an artist. So he did all of his stuff there. So that was okay. kind of that was kind of my, my, my thing for a long time. So when I got it, one of the guys who was an uh, engineer working with um, the runners. Uh-huh. Okay. The, the engineers runners. for the runners. runners. Yeah, okay. I know you know the runners. So, um He's the one show me the way, and I so I, I wanted to I be more behind the scenes, but obviously you know when you're in there all the time, yeah. listening to other people, yeah, yeah, it just happens. It, so yes, just, and it's, absolutely. And he challenged me one really? day, so I was like, all right, give me give me a week or so. And, okay, and it's like an That's addiction. It's like a, like a you know pastime, something uh-huh. to do, just because I've been around been around this so music much. so long. But uh-huh. you know, I don't. At one point, I thought I, I thought about a, a label, but you know. Like like you said, I want to be around to if I did help an artist, and I want to give them my full energy, my full mm-hmm. uh, attention to it. But it's like I can only give them summers mm-hmm. right now right, because right. of the season. And once yeah. the season come, you call me. We can always talk, but it's right. like I can't be there for you. you like can't. they need, you know, that Absolutely. attention. And I, I didn't think it was fair to to that artist or whatever. So I mm-hmm. kind of just backed away okay. from it. Um, there was a one chick that I, I was helping. She was a singer, and matter of fact, <laughs> she we, we were down here. To one of the concerts, like uh, a bunch of artists, but I remember you were one of the um, artists performing. So uh-huh. she was just kind of trying to learn and figure it out uh-huh. how to work, you know. And I was just trying to help her out, and that, that you know, she's gone on to to do whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. You know, I, I understand it. Been around, so yeah. Mm-hmm. What you thought <laughs> I wasn't, you thought I wasn't yeah. gonna bring that up? <laughs> I actually didn't. Really, I did. Well, I had to. Awesome. I love it. He's a man of many talents. There's Mm -hmm. actually not one thing that I found so far that he's not good at. Right? Can't find a thing. Ping pong. Music. Okay. Seven instruments. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you know, just… Slam dunk champ. Old school, man. Old school. Old man. Old man legs. But no, it's just… It's fun. It's fun. Like, because of the internet… Like I said, the internet that you're accessible. Like, if it was 10, 15 years ago when Mm -hmm. the internet wasn't like it was… Yeah, I'd probably put it out. Yeah. It don't, it yeah. won't pop like that. Like now, they'd be like, "Oh man!" Like tomorrow, it'd be like people are like, "Yo, you hear this?" And there's a lot of guys who are doing it. You know, we know Damian Lillard is doing his thing mm-hmm. uh, as an artist, but you know, it's just more so a pastime and fun. I, I, I focus in on because, like, being in the band, mm-hmm. I used to write music for uh-huh. the for the band, oh. um, choreographed the, the band dances and all that mm-hmm. stuff back in the did day. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Let me see something. Wow. Like what? Like a- that is such a non. <laughs> Musical person to say, let me see something. You think I'm a musical person? Let's see. No, I know you, what you just said. <laughs> obviously, you <laughs> told know the story. Obviously, you know that. But like, what kind of a performance would this be? It just it just depends. Like you know, we were like formations, mm-hmm. band dances. Like oh, I mean, okay. if you know, like in the south, bands in the south is a little different. Yeah, but huge. when you go to yeah. a football game down south, it's a little different than going to a football game in Colorado. Yeah, you know, they have, <laughs> I'm yeah. sure that's yeah. True. So they had this thing called you know they say halftime is showtime. You know, people come to the game to see the halftime, halftime show. Yeah. You know, there's especially down here a lot of good football, but you know, down south, marching bands is, is what it is, and I was a part of that. You know, so there was a there was at one point at time I thought I was going to go to the HBCU of oh, some really? sort to play basketball uh-huh. and uh, oh, and be wow. in the band. Mm-hmm. No lie, like I was like, I'll, I'll come to your school if I can do both. Mm-hmm. Like I was in 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 it like that. So uh, and I thought about actually going to full sail and. Becoming um, certified as an engineer, oh. just because I mean, it's I have a studio there. Yeah, it's I know there, how to run right. it, so why not? Be, why not you know, learn so, it, understand it? Ex- so I wish I, I can. I mean, I can 
work my way around the studio. I wonder where you would be if you had done that. Like, it's crazy. To, if you had gone to an HBCU and said, and done band and basketball, would you hmm. be Vince Carter? Uh, well, I, it well, wasn't popular. So it was, uh, I still would have been, basketball would have been end all be all, number yeah. one. Mm-hmm. That's just my, 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 my pastime and something I enjoy. I, let, I love listening to music. I love artists getting, mm-hmm. you know, just do, doing their thing. And I, I like, that's why I ask so many questions about mm-hmm. it. I mm-hmm. mean, now yeah. it makes sense now. Absolutely. But just to know, because I know there's a lot of people who are going to listen to this, trying to figure out how to go about running a label, yeah. or how to go about being an artist or being around, just still having hit and having popped and like maybe something clicks yeah. for that artist, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I just... That, it's just interesting to me. You know? He's very passionate about it too. Yeah. We had yeah. a we had to come up with some kind of an intro song for our podcast, uh-huh. and like he had his friend do it, and he came up with like three different versions. Mm-hmm. And Vince is walking Shout me through. KP. <laughs> colleagues. Vince is like, so he sends me the three versions, and then he's and I'm like, oh cool, you know, he's sending me these options. But then he's like, and I think this one would be good because this one matches your voice better. And I think when you go up this high, and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> like you are really into this. Like I mean, he's really just, committed. Yeah, like, he I'm, is committed I'm, to I'm music. Passionate about it. I've yeah. been passionate. a part of music probably like what fifth, sixth grade as far as band. So like I still have a ear for it. I, have a, mm-hmm. I love a love for it. Like basketball. So like mm-hmm. for me, transitioning out of basketball. I mean, I probably won't be in the music world like that, but still, you know, when I can. Help other like like we saw Aaron Gordon. Mm-hmm. Um, he's trying to do his label and and do other you know. So I don't know if I'll do a label, but like just to be a, around it around it is what I I, I, yeah. I have to do. Like I just I enjoy. It. I still go to shows and support. Yeah, you know, I'm like a it's you know, in like you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. It's awesome. We talk a lot about in sports like pregame rituals. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of stuff that they do before the games that they have to do. Has to have a nap. You have to have your food. Whatever it is. I know. <laughs> I do not. That's one thing I don't do. I cannot take naps. That's really? the biggest, my biggest pet peeve. I cannot take a nap. If I'm up, like literally, I I was in, um, I went to Myrtle Beach yesterday or whatever, and another city outside of that to the show. I left, I drove, we we took the bus two hours, and I took a flight this morning, and I got, I took a flight like at seven, and we got here at like 9.30 or whatever. You would think I had took a nap. I cannot sleep. I'm wow. up all day. I cannot sleep in the daytime. It's the weirdest thing for me. I'm always up all day. And the bad part is like when it's my shows or whatever, you would think I would try to nap before. Mm -hmm. If I try to fall asleep, it's right when it's time for me to wake up to go to the show. And I hate that. So I'd rather stay up the whole entire day until the show's over and sleep afterwards. I cannot fall asleep before. Do you have any rituals that you like or something you have to eat or something you have to do before you I'm perform? I always eat seafood. I don't know why that's just the most weirdest thing. But whenever I get in any city, I'm craving seafood. It's always before my show. On my rider, it has seafood. Seafood, it has shrimp, it has fish, it has all this stuff. I don't know. It's just weird, but that's what I love. Yeah. I love seafood. This NBA season, Mountain Dew is all about the threes. The shot that's changing the game. Vince, you've obviously always been a dunker, but when did you really start focusing on your three-point shot? Uh, I started focusing on my three-point shot when they wouldn't allow me to dunk the ball as much anymore. So when more attention was put on me driving to the paint, they were trying to make me a jump shooter, which I had the ability, I just didn't use it because I felt like I didn't need to. Now the three-point shot has evolved where you're seeing five men shooting threes as much as the shooting guard is. So uh, it's just something I've developed and gotten pretty good at. Brought to you by Mountain Dew, the official beverage of the NBA. Do the do. Welcome to the league. 
So on our show, we have a segment called Welcome to the League, where normally an athlete or whoever is on will talk about when they realized they had made it. It could be good or bad, uh-huh. um, positive or negative, but a moment when you realize like, wow, I've really made it. I'm really oh, here. Oh, for sure. I knew that I had made it when um, it was like, <laughs> this was a big thing because it was the Jay-Z's tour. I think it was him and R. Kelly. I don't know what happened. Something happened to him. Huh? Yeah, something happened and he didn't come and I don't know, but Jay-Z put the call on a call for me to perform and that's all I knew. You made it and I got ready to go to the stage. I was, this is the biggest tour that happened in Miami and I don't know who else is on the tour. I think all of his, um, you know, his whole camp or whatever, but the whole city was just going up. The fact that Jay-Z was like, no, I have to get training him to get on this show. And I was like, oh, you're on Jay-Z call, you get on his show, you made it. And I, I knew that moment it was over. What year was that? I don't even remember. This was when it was the R. Kelly, Jay Z, best of yeah, both worlds tour. World, so that's yeah, it was me and Trick came and did the record. Right, it was crazy. Right. Yeah, that was one of my biggest moments. That's crazy. I need you here. All right, let's yeah, go. I'm like, yeah. oh, we're here. I don't care what Trick doing, where you at. We're going on this stage to do this record. The audit, this auditorium is about to go nuts, and it was a big thing. Yeah, so that was that's a big wild. moment. For Have me. you ever had stage fright? Okay, this is, and this is this year. Khaled called me to perform on the Beyonce tour <laughs> this year. <laughs> now, this is the Beyonce stage, right, okay? Right, right. Yeah. So I go on the stage, I get ready to do my set, and for some reason, this, her stage is like so big. So you could, the screen is so big, I, I could see myself through my eye, but I, I started, I walked off the stage, but I was walking down her catwalk. Once I realized I had got halfway down the catwalk, I was so terrified and scared. I almost forgot the words to the song. I was just standing there like, are you really on Beyonce's catwalk? Get off this walk. And I just turned around and started like singing back the other way. But I was so nervous and scared. Everybody was screaming and hollering. I had, I was just caught up in the moment. It was like, this is Beyonce stage. I'm on this stage. But when I got down that walk and realized I was so far, I was like, get off this catwalk. And I was just totally stuck, like not saying nothing. I could see Trick like saying, come back. It was just, it was funny. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was a funny moment, yeah. Do you ever get nervous? <laughs> when was the last time you got nervous? Playoffs? You was about to say you get overly excited? I get overly excited. Every sometimes. game? Sometimes, still. No. Yeah, yeah sometimes still? I got to calm myself down. Like, I get over excited. I got to Hunt. sit in the corner and be like, yo, chill, bro. Chill. I think it's, and I actually think this year it'll happen more. Yeah. Because it's yeah. my last one. Yeah. You know? so oh, man. I know the end is near. And I, I just, I mean, I get excited to play, mm-hmm. whether I'm going to play a lot of minutes or not, but like, so do you ever be nervous? Nervous? Like, no. Nah, I think the last part of the season, uh-huh. so the last five to ten games. That's when nervousness come. Because I know the end is near. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, really it's almost over. Like I can, I, I can see that. Yeah, yeah no. Tell me. You know, it. when we go to Toronto, yeah, I'll probably nervous. That I'll, second I'll, I'll or that last Toronto trip, I'll be. I'll be yeah. Yeah, I'll, back I'll to be, where it all yeah. began for your last I'll be ever out of game. Right there. Yeah, that's like, gonna I'll be probably something. Shoot over the goal. Will you cry? Through. Yeah. Probably. Probably. Because you know you're going to get a standing ovation because they finally cheer for you there. Yeah. That's crazy. He is so humble. He's like, oh man, I don't care. I, no, I don't care. I, but I can't answer. Like, it's right. like, I, I'm, as you ask the question, I'm sitting here thinking, like, right. what's going to happen? Like, I, I prefer it to be organic because I'm like, I'm thinking, oh, I'm just going to walk in and be like, all right, and mm-hmm. just run out. Mm-hmm. But really, I'm, I'm probably going to be like, all right, and just like freeze. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know once I get to that back, it's it. Yeah. It's over. Oh, man. It's over. Like, yeah. that's it. 22 years is over. Literally. No, it's been that wow. long, so I don't know. I don't really know how to handle that. So uh, off, the, off the stage, like outside of music, like what do you have going on? Hobbies. Like, you have hobbies or- Hobbies? Hmm. Or you have like some other- uh, I don't really have a lot of hobbies. Like, you know what? I just really, um, 
I don't, when I'm not working, 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 I just like to vacation, just relax, get away. You know, like my family's from the Isles. We just came from the Bahamas two days ago. And I just like to get on the beach and like just this peace, this ocean, this serenity, just that's me. You know, a lot of people want to party and all that. I've partied so much. I just want to get somewhere quiet and, you know, still and like reflect. That's kind of it. You know, I've because I travel. So much. I travel like literally three, four times out of the week, every oh. week. That's a lot of traveling. Every week, every year. So I, when I don't work, when I'm not doing anything, when I'm, you know, I just want to just be low and just do nothing. You know, like just relax, have it. fun. And, yeah. You earn it. You don't have to, to, like you said, you don't have to be on social media often. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And then with the stuff like the label and just different other things that I'm just getting involved, it, it's kind of busy. It keeps you busy. So even when I have my downtime, sometimes it's not downtime. It's like it's down. I, I don't have to get out of bed, but I find myself working. Like I'm on my phone. I'm on emails. It's still like stuff happening. That's so why you can't take a nap right there. Yes. <laughs> I don't take rolling. naps. I'll watch TV and I won't take a nap. I just cannot sleep in the daytime. Um, I want to ask you one more question and then anything else you have and we can okay. close. But you... Not only have you dominated a male-dominated industry for oh, 20 years, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's not like you just came in, had a good couple of years. Like, you're mm-hmm. a female in a male-dominated industry. Mm-hmm. For someone like me, like, up and coming, hoping to succeed in a male-dominated industry and broadcast, what kind of advice do you have for young women who are trying to follow in your shoes? Um, you just need to be very truthful to yourself about your passion and what it is that you want. Um, it. Males, males or no males, you still are, you're in charge. You know, you have to be the person that's in charge of your destiny. You just got to go hard. You have to work hard. You have to beat the odds. You have to close the door, say no. You got to put your foot down and you just have to constantly go after it. Because being this female, sometimes females are emotional creatures (laughs) and they get, we get all emotional and you want to give up and you want to quit, but that's not going to make you be successful. That's not going to give you 20 years longevity. It's a lot of times you want to quit and pull your hair out. But if you want to make it and you want to be the biggest, baddest broadcaster ever, <laughs> you got to put your foot down, keep it down, stay floating. You got to push through, push through like you in the championship. And that's for all women, you know, because I mean, it, it, it's not going to always be easy. You know, it's not going to always be glitz and glam. It's not going to always be this pretty lights on camera action thing. It's going to be some days you got to figure out. It's going to be some ugly days. You, we have these days we want, don't want to get up. You go through your days. You, it's just one of them days and you're not you do not want to be bothered. But if you really want it and you just go after it, go hard and, and, and set goals and set short-term goals and long-term goals and follow them and have notes and X off things that you accomplish and get out there and execute the plan. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh, that means... You heard some of this before. So, uh, no, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> this is our first time hearing this. You know what? Sometimes it means more coming from yeah. other people. No, but I, I get it. I get it. You know, yeah. that's one thing for her. I, you know, we were talking about going this year, some of the exact mm-hmm. same things, like mm-hmm. put your foot down, speak up for yourself, yeah. stand up for yourself. Yes. You know, I, sometimes I feel like I stand up for her more so really? than she See? does for herself. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. yeah, but I'm like, you have this goal that you want to make it, like, like you said, you're in this male dominated world. Yeah, pushover world. You got to be scared. tough. Yeah, there you yeah, go. tough skin. Mm-hmm. Got to. 
Got to. You don't have that. I don't. I'm working on it. <laughs> nah, your skin button. Got to get those That's five awesome. star reviews on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sexuals, but that, yeah. It's no, just, but it's very true. And he, and he tells me that, and this is my confidant, which is like pretty cool for me to say that. Like Vince Carter is the mm-hmm. one who's telling me to yes, toughen absolutely. up a little bit. Yeah, that's when before we started, I was like, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna go hard. We're gonna you know try to make this happen. You know, we want to get some great people on, yeah, give great advice. But like, this is a great opportunity, I think, mm-hmm. for her and her resume. And you know, we're absolutely. very appreciative. Thank of you. you yes. and your time. Thank you know, because I know. You on the go all I know. the time. I was like, so no, I'll be here. I'll come. I got it. I don't understand. I was shocked. I told he, you, I was he like, told me. He was like, well, uh, she, she, said, she said she could do it. She yeah. said she could do it. Like, he was, so, it. he was so excited. He was like, yeah, she'll be there. I was yeah. like, oh, Let's do it. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Dope, so, I mean, this is this is a huge step for us because, like I yeah. said, we wanted to get, we're trying to get as many females mm-hmm. on. And hopefully, like another person we can probably look into is a, is a Missy because I think her story, yeah, she has what she's story. done in, in, in the business, what you've done in the business, um, should be heard, you know, your advice, your experiences. I mm-hmm. mean, that's why I like a lot of the people in, in the entertainment world, basketball mm-hmm. world, uh, sports world in general, you know, we're, we want to get on and let them tell it. So it's always a common mm-hmm. denominator Absolutely. of young people understanding, like, you know, for me, I, you know, you, when I say this, you already know, I'm, I'm a big believer in, in, in young people earning what they want instead yeah. of having it given to them. Absolutely. Because I feel like at the end of the day, when you get what you got, or you earn that platinum album yeah. and you make that all-star team, yes. you earn that. You earned that. And they can't yep. take that from they you because like you don't, you don't never, you can't have someone say, you remember I, I gave mm-hmm. you that. Right. What's yeah. up? Nah, you, you can't tell me nothing because yeah. I, I earned this. Like, That's true. Point blank. And I feel like you appreciate those successes 10 times more when you've done it yourself because yeah. you said, ain't nobody helped me. Yeah, I, I grind, did this. Yeah. I grinded to Absolutely. get this on my own. So I'm a big believer in that. So I like hearing particularly like for you who's been a lo- around a long time and still, that's why I started off uh, the, the the show with that, but still doing your thing, still putting out new music and, and still relevant. Like there's, I'm sure there's artists putting out music, but it's yeah. like, oh, did they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's those, fine. And then there's people like yourself who's Thank putting you. out like, shit. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you know yeah. who's coming out next week, right? Okay, cool. You know, mm-hmm. so I think that's a, a big deal. Yeah. Absolutely. And one reason I've loved doing this podcast is that it like humanizes people, you know? Yes. We see you guys as like, oh, these big celebrities mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they're going to be so scary or mean or yeah. whatever. And it's like, you are like the chillest person ever. <laughs> and like, you know, Vince Carter over here, like for people in the basketball world, it's like, this is, I mean, I could go on for a while, but it's mm-hmm. like, that's what's been so cool about doing this is it really shows fans like you guys are mm-hmm. all just regular people yes. at the end of the day. And mm-hmm. we all, you know, we all have the same goal in mind and, and the same thoughts and the same insecurities and all mm-hmm. that. And so it's really cool for us sure to be do. able to to show that to our fans. And I think people who are trying to come up in whatever business they're trying to come up in understand that part because you said they always see the glitz and glamour yeah. Yeah. of... And the success stories, you know, yeah. I said like young kids who have dreams of being like, say, Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. look at Steph Curry right now. Yeah. Well, what about when know. nobody believed yeah. that he was worth a darn and wasn't going to make it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, look at those videos. Look at See your that. story when you, how you yeah. began, how you had to get in the door. Yeah. How y'all, you know, people in the 90s had to shop. And I say the people in the 90s, in early 2000, you had to go shop that demo. You had to Absolutely. go sit outside of labels. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, oh, shoot. Send. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't sent. They throwing the CDs no out button. the window. Yeah, they don't yeah. want to hear it. You, you selling out your trunk, like you know, yeah. your, your little mixtape or demo tape. Like it's just, it's a different game. And everybody's like, oh, you know, that's a different. It is a different game, but the hustle's still the same. Hustle's still the same. Mentality's still the same. And I, th- I feel like 
and, and maybe I'm sounding old when I say this, but the people who come from the 90s and 2000s trying to make it in the business of whatever, it's different. Mm-hmm. We don't, we didn't have the access of yeah, social media. Of so you had access. to work a little harder to become what is a little easier now, yeah. Yeah. which is no shot. It's just, that's the way it is. You had to work you a know? whole lot harder. Yeah, to it's just the way it is, yeah. you know? And obviously we adapt this like the game. I look at the game now. Like I remember when I came in, you had to earn it. It wasn't like, okay, this is yeah. yours. Go, <laughs> yeah. go ahead and do it. No, you had to earn what you want. And I appreciate it now. That's why I'm so appreciative of it now. Mm-hmm. And it frustrated me. It frustrates me when I see younger people not really appreciating where they are, but willing to ask all these questions to get to whatever they want to be. Mm-hmm. Like you have legendary people in, who, who are around you. And I hope your artists ask you questions mm-hmm. and bug you oh, about it. Because I'm like, man. They ask a lot of questions. They want to know everything. And I, I appreciate I that. that. But I, I always that. want them to do that and to see that. Because again, I am not going to make promise that I'm going to make you me. I can help you, give you a platform to do what you need to do. But you got to promise to yourself that you're going to put the work in. That's it. You got to hit. I can't go on stage and perform your records. I can't do your whatever you're doing. You got to go do that. And you need to understand it. So when you make it to where I'm at, you'll be so thankful for this advice, this platform, everything I gave you. And I didn't allow you to just feel like it was given to you, mm-hmm. that you earned it, you worked for it. Because that means more to you than, you know, you earned this to and get watch this, this level. I feel the crazy thing about it when you you said that it's like okay, that young artist has you on your record. You're yeah. gonna go out there and do your thing with you, whatever with your energy that you're gonna bring. Yeah. Absolutely. So if you don't come out there and do the same, yeah, how's that gonna make you look? That's yeah. not gonna make They're you like yo. Good, she was know? great, but like her artist, like, yeah, they ain't got it yet. It's not you know. So they, I feel like you know, you have to learn. You have to take baby steps. You can't skip steps. You can't don't skip cheat steps, the grind. No. You cannot cheat the grind. No, you can't. Don't, don't skip <laughs> steps. Cannot. And I feel like that's like there again. You'll earn it. Mm-hmm. And you'll love it. So. Um, anything else that the people should know about you, Trina? Anything else that you're working on or that um, we should be on the lookout for? Just follow me on social media everywhere. I'm working on a lot of different things. Um, um, first and foremost is the label RMG Rockstar Music Group. It's just basically that's the that's my biggest you know thing. Um, I put out another album and another project before the year is out. Another album next year. So I'm just working. I'm always Same working. Plan. That's what I do. I just work. You know, I have fun. And I'm going to work until I don't have fun. When I don't have fun, I'm not going to want to do it. It'll be, it's done. So I'm setting up all these different things so it can make sense. And, you know, just to help other people. I love to see new artists. I love to see new talent. I love to see, just to help develop and create that new, what's new. Because that's what we're in. It's the culture. And I'm just happy to be a part of it. I got one more question. I'm curious. How long you plan on doing this? Um, just whenever... You've had it's enough, or air. do you just have? Whenever, yeah. whenever, whenever I, whenever I, it clicked, and I'm just like, oh, I've had enough. I'm done. I the next time I travel, it's gonna be straight for vacation. It's not gonna be to work. I've worked a lot. I've worked so much. I'm good. I don't have to work. You know, I just love and enjoy it. When I find myself not working, sometimes I'm so bored and like. <laughs> I really, that's when you say a hobby and I don't, I mean, unless I'm somewhere on an island laying down on the beach, I don't have like other hobbies, something to do. So it's like, oh no, you've been in the house for two weeks. You got to get up. You got to work. You got to do it because Mm -hmm. I'm just sitting here watching TV, stuck all day, taking no naps and just, you know. (laughs) Staying awake all day. Yeah, stuck all day. So yeah. I know. That's what I'm worried about. Well, not anymore. Yeah. Now you got this awesome podcast. Like this once it's done, like once, once you're I'm done, done. Like because what? Well, again, the good thing for you, you have studio. You you're you're so into music. Even if you don't sign up to start a label, or even if you do, even if you don't, and you just work with other artists and just get into that whole development thing of that because you have a passion for that. 
that's that that's that's refreshing, you know. Mm-hmm. Keeps you alive, keeps you refreshed because it's your passion and you like to do that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'll have more time. You know? Yeah. So you, know, <laughs> you have you. Because that, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know if I want to step out there, you know, because uh, you know I, I understand what what comes with it, and like oh, you know, basketball player, one yeah. I mean, it's just I still have a love for music and I don't disrespect it. I understand it, mm-hmm. and you know, I've been around it enough to understand what it takes, what it's about. So. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'll be looking for it. I definitely have to call you for some <laughs> yeah. advice for sure. Advice, I'm like, for I need sure. some advice. You'll probably be probably five years in into your uh, owning your own label. label. With you'll the be, deal you'll with be, the artist booming. You'll be yeah. way in the- You have any male artists yet? Yeah, <laughs> or, or not. I can I can find something for it. But yeah. no, I'm just, you know, but but I mean, that's what you know. That's been I'm. I'm all for it, you know, helping my, my friends and people who I, I have appreciation for. So, you know, if there's ever an artist like, I'm like, hey, check them out. You know, yeah. how, you know how it works. Of course, you know? so, absolutely. You know, producers, absolutely. whatever. I, I, yeah. You know, that's how that's how it works. So much talent, so much talent out here is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And still, do, with yeah. social media, there's still young people don't know how to promote themselves. Yeah, for sure. Like, they just don't know how to put the right foot they forward. They need structure like, and guidance and, like— to pay attention and understand there's rules and fundamentals to being successful and how yeah. to do it yeah. and to not do it and it's done in a month and where you're able to survive and you're able to manifest and grow and turn what was fun into something serious and what was fun into a brand and a business and a mm-hmm. career, you know? Some do it, some get it, and some don't. We'll see who's up next. <laughs> Vince Carter. Up next. She is promoting you. This is your number one. Number one fan. I'm telling you, right? Yeah. (laughs) Number one fan. All right. Well, that is another edition of the Winging It podcast with our amazing special guest, Trina. Thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate your time coming out to Key Biscayne to kick it with Mr. Vince Carter. Bars. Thank you. We out.